sip the juice. I've got enough to go around. Hello, welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. Lyrics for the beginning of this episode, courtesy of Eric B and Ra Kim. So um, yesterday was all about running to 90s rave music. Today I've been listening to hip hop and rap from 1992. Yes, please. I was doing a proper head bob on the way back from Sainsbow's earlier. Do tell me if you have a name for a supermarket, like, you know, Sainsbury's is Sainsbow's uh, in our house. I'm sure my friend says Morrison's is Mozza's. I'd like to know. Um, thank you for the feedback yesterday. The point of this podcast is to come find yourself. Tell me if you are feeling or experiencing some of the same things that I am. And it was so lovely, um, well, to have a phone call about thanks for the relaxation tip. Um, and uh, one of my friends, hello Namisha, commented on um, a post that I put on Facebook talking about the episode. And she said, and I thought I'd share this because it, it just, I found it, well, maybe a little bit profound, quite touching, where she said, being the parent of a child and letting go to help them transition into adulthood can be as hard as giving birth on your emotional state and never goes away, but it does get easier. Oh, I love that. And if you've got a friend whose kids are a couple of years older, I mean, there's just the, I don't know, I love it that I can speak to my friend and say, you know when they turn 17 or you know when this happens or what's that like? And they're just close enough in age that, you know, it's not too greater distance to imagine what it will be like for our kids. Mostly it's terrifying, um, but it, I do get a lot of solace and uh, handy hints and warning signs <laughs> from speaking to my friends that have got slightly old kids. Um, so yeah, thanks again. I'm really glad you enjoyed that episode. And it was a bumper bonus like double episode, wasn't it? So what about today? Well, let's have a quick look on the Village Facebook page. I was asked yesterday if I would participate in the Village Jubilee celebrations and I declined for two reasons. One is my material is not family friendly and the second is the thing that I found is when I've done stand-up as part of an open mic or as part of a mixed bill when it's been outside like in a pub beer garden people do, like once people have had a few drinks, well, there's a couple of things. If you're outside, but people are more inclined to just chat amongst themselves. Um, and if you've had music on before you, people are in that kind of mode of, yeah, music's on in the background. I'm just going to chat with my friends and laugh and enjoy it and maybe do a drunken dance. <laughs> That's what you want. Is someone going, woo, woo, <laughs> dancing with their arms in the air next to a, uh, a big plastic bin full of ice with cans of Fosters in it. Um, th this is why, so look, the village that I live in, this whole area is pretty raw, you know, it's West Berkshire, um, but among all the villages here, ours is a little bit edgier, got more of an economic mix. And I think it's because it's an agricultural village, had um, a lot of um, employment here, um, lots of farm workers, um, lots of, um, would have been farm housing, then became council housing, now is social housing. So there is actually a mix. Um, so when we have our village, 
when we have our village fate, you get fucking great bins full of um, cold water and cans of Fosters. And I love it for that. That's why I think I feel more at home here than I would do in some of the neighbouring villages. I went to one party, kids party, third birthday party, I think it was, um, at a neighbouring village. And there was a cheese and wine table for the adults, right? So the, this is what we're dealing with here, okay? Um, so yeah, I didn't feel entirely at home. Um, and a man, a man that was there, a grandparent of the birthday child, when I told him where I lived, he said, mm, I don't know that. And I thought, yes, you fucking do. It's like three miles from here. Don't pretend you don't know it. It's on the same road sign as the sign for your village. The village names are listed. And he was pretending he didn't know our village because he thinks it's a bit scummy. Um, that was a bit of a diversion, wasn't it? A little bit sweary too, but it makes me laugh. Um, so what are we going to talk about today? Oh, we're going to see what's happening in the village. So what's happening? I have put in a scathing report to the highways agency. You've got to love a scathing report, right? Somebody's written a scathing report. You can see the highways agency are going to go. Yep. Next. Um, shed needed. Ooh. And someone has one. Excellent. Um, oh, that's nice. Doll's house. But it's gone. Okay. A silent auction. Items needed. Well, I'm going to have a little look through my cupboards. Got some bits and pieces in there that need to go. ASAP. Um, and then some other bits and pieces. There you are. Let's have a little look at Reasons to be Cheerful Rides again, which you can buy on Amazon. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes. And this is about kids fighting. So um, uh, just to give you a heads up, heads up, it might work. I wrote this a while ago. I haven't reread it in preparation for this episode, but I think I remember this incident. But if you've got young kids, you will probably relate to this. It's called I Hate You So Much Right Now. I thought that I had experienced it all, whether between me and my eldest brother when we were growing up or between my own two, two children. I thought I had pretty much covered every possible thing that children can argue over what to watch on the television, who sits where in the car, and which window they get to look out of. Oh my God, you remember that? He's looking out my window. Who is believed to be cheating in a game? And who gets to play with the baby building blocks that have long outstayed their welcome? Been there, done that, got the memories of rolling around fighting on a brown swirly patterned carpet in front of a massive wood frame television to prove it. Yet yeah, when my mum and dad used to leave me and my brother alone, there was one time we had this almighty fight over what to watch on the television and I think he bit me and then I jumped on his back but he was on all fours on the floor and he chipped his tooth and you can imagine chipped it in half and I've never done that and as I understand it it is a singularly painful experience that exposed nerves so I've never been allowed to forget that not sure if I've ever been forgiven for it. I do feel bad about it, but I was about nine. Uh, what's the lesson there? Don't leave your children unattended while you go out. Anyway, as it turns out, I hadn't quite covered everything as I discovered when my children fought over a mooring ring. Yes, down by the canal. 
a piece of metal embedded in a piece of concrete. Both children wrap their hands around it, knuckles white, palms gradually taking on the scent of rusted metal, thanks to the heat generated by their basic desire for that most vital part of being a brother or sister, being the one that wins. Now, as there is no way to share a mooring ring, they settled for pushing, shoving, shouting, and all whilst being close to a canal. They were supposed to be watching some crafty rafters being cheered across the finish line, not fighting to the death over something that is designed in the interest of safety. I decided that if they were going to fight, they could do it somewhere they'd be less likely to drown. Resigned to having to move, but still trying to get the last touch of this most precious ring, they took it in turns to shout, I hate you, at each other, about each other, and within earshot of other people. It was exasperating, upsetting, tiring, and more than a little embarrassing. And then I remembered that this part of childhood passes, and that one of the best things about children, <laughs> when they're not shouting so loudly that it makes you want to pretend that they're not your children, is that they don't bear a grudge, and that they really don't mean it, even if they do feel it in the heat of the moment. Within 10 minutes, they were friends again, making each other laugh and being kind to one another. The moment had passed, the dust had settled and peace was restored. The mooring ring had become released, the battle for supremacy already becoming a memory, and as we made our way home, all sibling smiles, I allowed myself an indulgent look at my now happy children and made a silent vow to never, ever go on a canal boat holiday. Well, maybe they don't bear a grudge when they're young, but my God, do they bear a grudge when they're teenagers? Yeah, <laughs> there is that who's going to get the last word in? Who's going to get the last shove in? Um, yeah, interesting to see how it plays out. But again, in the spirit of yesterday's episode, it is all about acceptance, isn't it? We all have an idea of what we think or might hope our family might be like or how we might like our children to get along. But you can't force these things. They'll be whatever they are. Um, yeah. It's... Uh, <laughs> little kids argue in front of people. Have you ever... So I'm going to go first confessing to this. And then you can tell me if you have felt this too. You know how you get those families where everybody likes each other. Or so it would appear. Everybody's behaving themselves. Everybody goes for a family walk together. And then, if you're lucky, you will catch that family having a less than idyllic moment. And doesn't it make you feel better? Oh my God, there was one time when my kids were very small and there was this lovely family who are always lovely and um, <laughs> just known for being lovely. And one of the kids wouldn't get in the car. And the mum went, just get in the car! And inside I was going, yes, yes, it's not just me. Um, and then I saw another family and one of their children was walking like, I don't know, a hundred metres away from the rest of them. And I was like, oh, thank fuck for that. Uh, it's not all, you know, sunshine and rainbows. Um, it is a reminder that 
when you're living with other people, and this is the thing, isn't it? When you're having to share your life with other people, it's not easy and it's not always perfect. Um, and probably that's why I don't watch it anymore. Uh, but lots of people I know like really love watching EastEnders or Coronation Street because you can watch it and go, wow, at least my family's not as bad as that. Um, so what do I hope for you today? I hope that on this Friday, um, if you've got kids, they get along with one another for a couple of hours, maybe. Um, and that if you are feeling like, oh, I'm really worn down by the whole thing, that you catch a glimpse of um, another family having just a human moment. Because, you know, it's, uh, yeah, family life is hard, isn't it? But that's part of life. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you. If you're new, welcome. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please give it a share. I'll be back tomorrow.